Infendo.com is the place to go if you want to get everything that we are doing. Go to our Discord. Even Steve's Discord lives there. Go to Infendo.com today. We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. I don't know the exact number, but I know it ends in a four this week. I'm pretty sure anyways. Um, I'm joined by... 694. Yeah, see, I knew there was something going on there. We're almost to 700. Yeah, yeah. gosh, no kidding, right? Um, I'm joined by Justin, uh, who you've already heard. Thank you for joining me this week. Um, We have a pretty full uh, show packed for you this week, I would say. So let's, without... Um, further ado, get started. Although I want to give you the chance to plug anything if you've done anything um, recently on your website or anything like that. What you got going on over there? Um, yeah, I don't know if I announced this last week. I think we rolled right into Nintendoons, but I did finally uh, release my review for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, so go to thedisneyparkbench.com and check that out. Check out my newest blog. And I'm actually putting the finishing touches on another blog. It's funny. I will write, like, every month from, like, autumn until January. And then I keep falling off and not doing it for months. And I'm like, ah, I can't do anything. And then suddenly I get inspired <laughs> at the end of the year. But Sure. <laughs> Well, I, that's uh, that's how that Maybe goes. Maybe one of these days know? I'll write something for Infendo. Yeah, right. Um, is the I think that the the last thing that I wrote read from you was like a review of like Disney parks or something like that. So like, uh, oh that, yeah, from our trip like a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, that'll be interesting to read a new uh, take from you. It looks like so. But in any case, let's go ahead and get started well, with. My- Oh, go ahead. Oh, just just a little preview. My uh, my next uh, blog will actually be somewhat related because it'll be about uh, Disney parks and video games. Yeah, well, the the uh, that'll be like uh, something that can be cross posted on, on Nintendo or something like that, right? So then we can get that cross promotion. Anyways, let's go ahead and get started because we do have a couple of news items to take care of. So um, one thing that actually um, Ghost of Steve ta- was talking about was there was a um, there's a software service called Dunovo. And and I'll be quite frank, I don't really understand exactly what this is going to mean for the Switch, but it looks like they're going to be releasing their software for Switch games, which basically means that um, piracy is going to be a little bit harder, I guess, if you're selling the Seven Seas. But um, yeah, it doesn't really affect me too much, but I I, I know that people on PC hate Denovo. Do you have any uh, thoughts on that one? No, like, the only... As far as emulation, I don't really emulate anything newer than GameCube, and even that's rare, so, like, it's not going to affect me at all. My my Switch isn't hacked, so it doesn't do anything there either. Um, but, uh, yeah, it sounds kind of like, I can't remember what it was called, but uh, there was that anti-piracy software that they used to put on DVDs that would prevent oh, yeah. from being able to, right. to rip them. And so it sounds like it's going to be something similar to that where it will just 
like stop any uh, uh, dumping software in from actually being able to do it. So it sounds like to me, but I don't really know anything about it. I, I scanned the article, said this doesn't affect me, but it is definitely worth mentioning because I know we do talk about emulation and, and pirating and stuff like that on here. So yeah, it's bound to those affect those of you who. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say it's bound to affect some of our listener base. I know that, you know, piracy is kind of rampant in places like, uh, you know, Brazil, where there's going to be a just a ton of uh, people that are um, doing it because the prices are so high because of tariffs, you know? So, like, yeah, that's just kind of the way that it goes. But, uh, yeah, if you're pirating, I guess try and, uh, try and pirate a... Mm, Safely, I don't freaking know. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about the, the this DRM stuff from DeNovo. But I do have something to say about Charles Martinet. Um, man, it's been a a uh, legacy and a half for that fellow, don't you say? Don't you think? I guess we put the cart before the horse. Um, looks like he's gonna be stepping away from the, being the voice of Mario. If you don't know who Charles Martinet is, it's pretty At sad all. for me. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, it, um, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, because he voices Mario, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi, and I think maybe one or two other, like, like just kind of secondary characters occasionally. Um, in the, uh, in the recent Mario movie, he voiced Mario's father and the, the little Jumpman guy who sounds exactly like video game Mario, who hangs out in the pizzeria. Um, but yeah, um, so he's retiring. They've already got a new voice actor who has taken over and is doing the voices for Super Mario Brothers Wonder, um, which coincidentally a lot, a lot of people online were wondering about because they said, uh, Mario doesn't sound quite right. And uh, turns out, I think mm -hmm. it was Game Explain that that first pointed that out, and turns out um, they were right. Uh, so it's not Charles Martinet. Uh, he is still with Nintendo. I think the his new role is Mario Ambassador, which I don't know what that means. Maybe yeah, he'll just do knows? like press conferences and stuff like that, but not, you know. I'm guessing this is semi-retirement for him. Like he's he's still gonna, you know, be Dude's a old. part of the Nintendo company, but he's not gonna be at their beck and call for you know the rest of his life. Yeah, which totally. is sad. Um, I I did get to meet him, so I'm grateful for that. He was at Retro Game Con uh, two or three years ago. And uh, so that was that was a thrill to actually get to meet him and and I got him to sign my Super Mario 64 cartridge and uh, so he's he's a great man and and I wish him a happy semi retirement and I hope I get to see him again in his Mario ambassador job thingy. Right. I mean, he's been the voice of Mario for like you know what thirty years. So like, gosh. Yeah, and whoever's taking over is basically doing the same voice. So, you know, it's not like when uh, Mario went from, you know, Captain Lou Albano to, uh, 
to Bob Hoskins to Charles Martinet and then Chris and right. then Chris Pratt and you know all all that like the person who's voicing him for the game is using Charles Martinet's voice for the games. So it should be a smooth transition. Be kind of like you know when you know any other voice actor retires or dies and somebody else takes over takes some you yeah. know takes some time to get used to the new kermit you know the new bugs bunny you know whatever sure. but you know the new batman M- new mickey mouse yeah the, the, there's always a new yeah. whatever for your favorite thing but mario has been just like i mean you know like i i don't know like he's always been the voice of mario for me for as long as i can remember you know other than lou albano of course but like that almost yeah, I don't know. That for me, that was a, an era of Nintendo that doesn't count when, it, like, they didn't really, <laughs> they, they 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 didn't care about their properties as much as they did now. With, with like you know, like like uh, like a Mickey Mouse would, you know, like a Disney would uh, with their properties. That's kind of how Nintendo is. I feel a lot of the time. So, um, yeah, we'll see what. Uh, to his credit, what... I think uh, Chris Pratt's Mario voice sounded more like. Uh... Uh, Albano than Martinet, but um, you know, <laughs> I- I'm excited for the the new voice. In any case, it's not like it's uh, you know, I- I'm not married to Martinet, but I-, I just really hope that the new guy does the does does him justice, you know. And hopefully they're paid accordingly. Hopefully Nintendo isn't shacking around pay like they've uh, a lot of the voice actors have in the, been in the industry, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, Charles Martinet was was well compensated, especially since he did like ninety percent of Nintendo's voices and was pretty much the face of of Mario for the past twenty years or so. Yeah, I would um, hope so. Anyways, but, you know there was that situation with the voice of Bayonetta, who I guess at least felt like she was not getting paid enough. Sure. Uh, there's kind of he said she said with with that situation, but um, yeah, hasn't been too many complaints about Nintendo's business practices and stuff like that. So so yeah, yeah like you said, hopefully hopefully they pay their voice actors well and hire mm-hmm. hire union actors. Yeah, exactly. The hire me. I mean, I'll be like Cappy or who? I'll be somebody. <laughs> like just just give me some money, Nintendo. Um, okay, well, that's I've kind of want to all do the... voice acting. <laughs> yeah, I, you got the voice, man. Um, that's kind of all the news that I see on the radar that's not, like, Sonic or other related. Because <laughs> there's Steve, uh, or not Steve, uh, Lucas, uh, I think, or somebody posted this, like, Sonic Plus update or something like that. And I was like, eh. Oh, I, <laughs> I did get that, um... So I do have access to all the Game Gear games in uh, Sonic Origins now. I was playing some of them last night. Yeah, apparently there's like a. Um, that, and is that the? S- Go ahead. That's yeah, Sonic Origins Plus or or, or whatever. It's the expansion to that. Um, and I think I can't remember whether Amy and Knuckles were always playable in all of those games, but they are now if they weren't before. Not the Game Gear games, but the the remade Genesis games. Um, and there's a new 2D Sonic game. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a new 2D Sonic game coming out this this fall-ish. 
uh, which looks kind of interesting. I think it's from the same developers as Sonic Mania, which was good. So, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not a hardcore Sonic fan either. So, you know, I like the games, but that's all I have to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The, like I said, I said, I was never going to talk about Sonic, but here I am talking about Sonic now after reading this article. Yes, Justin, Amy is available and not only Amy, apparently super Amy is available, whatever that means. Um, (laughs) So uh, yeah, go get your Sonic plus update. Um, beyond that, um, let's talk about some games that we've been playing. Um, this is going to sound, uh, very similar to, um, my last gaming updates, but guess what? I've been playing more Pikmin 4. Um, it is a good game and it's, uh, it's a lot, um... It, it, it's a lot sneakier than I thought in like length because there's just a lot to do, you know. Like not only do you have to collect all the items, but you have to collect all the castaways, and then you have to collect all. Like there's just so much collection. I feel like I'm playing um, Pikmin, Donkey Kong 64 at times. Um, I don't know if it's in a good way or a bad way, but it's still um, I I'm I'm getting that collection, um, feeling that collection slog. I probably am real close to beating the game. I I think I could beat the game actually right now if I wanted to, but my ADHD brain will not let me um, because I need to <laughs> collect all the things. So um, yeah, the, here I am collecting all the things, but it's cool actually. I found a bunch of the like, I think I actually found all of the Nintendo sets. So like there's like a, a Game Boy Micro and I think that there was like a Famicom that I found and stuff like that. And the cool thing about that is there's a gallery that unlocks. So like you can like, you know, like look at all the things that you collect, which is kind of nice. Um, but uh yeah, beyond that, it's just more Pikmin. It's it's way harder than I thought it was going to be. Like it ramp the difficulty ramps up pretty considerably. I think in the second half, um, not like so hard that I, that you can't beat the game, but just like oh, there's an actual puzzle here. I just can't brute my brute force my way through type of thing. You know. <laughs> yeah. That was that was one thing about Tears of the Kingdom is if you get stuck on a puzzle, you could always usually like cheat yourself through it by using you know recall or or putting something together or something like that (laughs) exactly like literally anytime that i got stuck in tears of the kingdom i either made a zonite device or i uh strapped a bomb to my shield and just like you know jumped over whatever was in my obstacle so uh in pikmin where i'm actually forced to kind of like think i mean i can go to a guide i guess right i'm sure i can go to like uh wikipedia or pikminpedia or whatever it's called and find a solution for where i'm stuck but it's just not the that's like the whole game you know like is uh the the puzzling and you know getting the trying to find a way to get this controller or this whistle from point a to point b with all your pikmin dying type of thing so you know sometimes that's uh that's the whole fun of it uh but i do really recommend pikmin 4 it is uh it is well worth the 60 bucks for sure like i was a little worried that i wasn't gonna get a full 60 dollars worth out of this game but i well i i have so much well and above played uh 
I, I think I played like a hundred hours of this game already, and there's just like so much more left. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. The uh, the only other game that I really want to talk about is so. I've been playing this game um, from my childhood called P.O.W. It's a NES game and it's like a beat-em-up and it's kind of like Final Fight um, and it's really fun and I don't know why I wanted to play that but like you know I just booted up the, the hacked switch one day went over to RetroArch and just like went into some my random libraries and that was the one that was shiny and was calling my name so uh, I I've been playing the hell out of that that's one game that I've never actually excuse me be beaten like legit so I'm gonna try and beat it with like save states um, I think that that counts I guess um, but I've I know back in the day it was only Game Genie. Game Genie or nothing. I, I, and I never saw the end of that one. So, yeah, I'm excited to beat that one legit. But it's just so fun. It brings back so many childhood memories. You know, it's like, uh, it's just weird hearing that music and then, like, putting yourself back in, like, 1990 eating freaking, like, I don't know, Ring Pops or whatever the hell I was doing back then, you know? So, yeah. I, uh... <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I like, that's what I like to play, um, that's why I like to play emulated games, because it just kind of, like, throws you back into a different world, almost, so. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the games I've been playing, so, yeah. what, what you been playing, Justin? Uh, well, I have been playing a crap ton of AEW Fight Forever. Um, that game is, um... I think gameplay wise it definitely holds up as a successor to um, you know the the WWF no mercy or whatever I, I read a lot of mixed reviews um, on the switch I don't know about any other systems but on the switch there are definitely some performance issues uh, frame rate gets a little rough occasionally but what's really a problem is every once in a while like it will just freeze for about half a second um like the video will freeze the game will not freeze so it'll still be playing it's oh, kind of so like, like when the frame rate oh, drops oh that's annoying <laughs> but you know it instead of dropping down to like 10 frames per second it drops down to one frame per second or two frames per second it only happens occasionally and it's never really long enough to throw to throw me off and it might be less of a problem playing docked, but I've only played it handheld thus far. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. There is a story mode that I plan on doing, but that's you know one of those things I want to do on the TV where I can enjoy what is probably going to be hilarious voice acting. Um, but the thing is, like, there are like a million customization options, as I said last week, and there's a shop that you can buy more customization options, which I think No Mercy had as well. Um, fortunately, it's not a, um, like, pay sort of I, I, I was say, is like it microtransactions? Is this Mortal Kombat? Yeah, no, it's not micro... That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, it's not microtransaction. You earn money in the game for playing the game, and then you can spend that money on... Like the good old days. ...moves and taunts and costumes. Yeah, that sort of thing. So... <laughs> Um, so since I haven't done any real progress in the game, but I will, um, my favorite, my favorite, uh, thing to do is just do a one-on-one -on -one lights out match. I don't know what the heck a lights out match is, but it involves weapons everywhere. 
So you can pick up a, a weapon that's laying on the ground and you get like two or three hits with it before it disappears and then you go right. and grab another weapon and, and you can just god beat the snot out of people um so that's that's been good fun um the only thing i miss and maybe it's a uh an option uh and i just haven't found it but one of my favorite ways to play uh wwf no mercy was to turn off everything but tko and just pummel my appointment up pummel my <laughs> wow say that pummel five times fast. my opponent <laughs> until they just can't get up anymore like so so no no submissions no pins no none of that stuff sure i could break every bone in their body i can throw <laughs> them across the thing i can slam them on tables and everything and the match doesn't end until they can't get up anymore and that, or I can't right. get up anymore, as that's the case maybe sometimes. But uh, that was always my favorite way to play No Mercy, and I have not found a way to do TKO only on uh, AEW, so I don't know whether I'm missing it, or I haven't unlocked it, or it's just not there. But um, mm -hmm. the Lights Out mode is, uh, and Ladder Match are both close second. Oh, there's also an, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a mode where the ring is surrounded by an electrified fence and oh God. so if you throw somebody into the ropes they get blasted with 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 that it's like electrified barbed wire fence so and then after like there's a countdown and when the countdown reaches zero the fence explodes so whoever oh is God. closest <laughs> to the fence takes massive damage so like this is wow. this is just yeah, this is just nuts. It's, I don't it's know if AEW over the is top. Actually... Yeah, exactly. I don't know if AEW is like this on television or in their live shows. I know nothing about wrestling outside of you know these handful of video games. But for a wrestling video game, it is exactly what I want. Just completely <laughs> screwball stuff. Um, All right. The... Well, who who's your main? Who's who you wrestling as? Me. My, oh, my creative character. My creative character is my main. Yeah. I don't know who. I mean. So there are a few wrestlers that I recognize. Um, Kane is is in here. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Jericho. Um, there, there are one or two other names that I remember from the old wrestling games, which means those people have got to be old as crap because <laughs> they've got to <laughs> sure. be in their 50s now. But, uh, but yeah, so there are a few names I recognize, but I pretty much only play as my creative player because that's mm -hmm. my favorite thing to do create a create create a player create a wrestler who sort of kind of not really looks like me uh give give them all the moves that i think are are cool and satisfying to use and watch and then just go beat up everybody else with it right um that's the way to do it so that's mostly what I've been playing. Um, I have dabbled a little bit in Tears of the Kingdom. I'm probably going to play some more of it um, since I just watched a YouTube video that showed me things that I still haven't discovered yet 300 plus hours of gameplay later. Um, there was I, I've been game. getting oh, the I itch remember. to go back. I, I want, I've been wanting to go back and play Tears of the Kingdom, but I know that if I um, put down Pikmin and go back and play Tears of the Kingdom, I'm never going back to Pikmin. So uh, that's it's kind of just, been my mantra. 
it's just like Breath of the Wild. I will not play it for God knows how long, and then I'll boot it up, and that's it. I am stuck playing that until I fall asleep, basically. Right. Um, it's it's still got that addictive quality. Um, but I haven't played much of it this week. Um, I have played some Grand Theft Auto online. I finally got, you know, because I got my Xbox back and I got everything working. I was Oh, yeah, that's right. You were, you had a, that battle with Microsoft for, the, for whatever. Like, they told yeah. you to do, like, reset it and, like, it just none of it worked. I, I ended up having to send it in and getting it repaired. And it works, fan- it works fine now. Um, but, uh... I was having trouble with Rockstar because one of the main reasons I wanted to play Grand Theft Auto Online is because there are cars you can unlock in GTA O that you can't get in GTA V. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, there's one that's a replica of Kit from Knight Rider. There's one that's a replica of the of the DeLorean from from Back sure. to the Future, and I and it flies. There's one that's a replica of the Batmobile. You can get you know get all this. All this stuff um, that you can't get in GTA V, which is annoying because it's mm-hmm. all in the same game. You just yeah. so sure. um, so I I worked my butt off in GTA Online to save up enough money to get the Night Rider, the the Ruiner Two Thousand, which is the Night Rider replica. Um, I joined GTA Plus, so I would get that half a million every month and all the bonus things mm-hmm. that that come with that. Um, mm-hmm. And I bought it and could not use it, could not find it, could not get it delivered to me, could not retrieve it. <laughs> I went back and forth with Rockstar for about two weeks. And finally, I think they sent it to a supervisor and the supervisor's like, open up this menu and go to this option and try to get it that way. If that doesn't work, do this other thing. If that doesn't work, do this other thing. He's like, because we're seeing it is in your inventory. Mm-hmm. Well, I did the first thing he suggested, and it worked. I didn't even know that menu existed. Apparently, if you hold the... I don't know what it's called. The view button. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's the two little squares that you use to change your, your camera view. If you hold sure. that for a second, it brings up uh, the interaction menu, which I didn't even know existed. And I've been playing GTA V <laughs> since it came out on the PS3. So, um, so that's all I had to do and I got it and it's, it's, it's good fun. Um, I still don't play with anybody else. I'm hoping I can find some missions that I can do like single, single player. I wish they had bots, but you know, it it is what it is. Did the last Um, generation of consoles really not have a Grand Theft Auto? I guess not, huh? Like the PlayStation and Four and no, the Xbox yeah. One, the, wow. They had Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, but yeah, GTA Five was the generation prior, and we haven't gotten anything yet because it's been GTA Five for the last three generations. That's wild. I didn't really put that together because like people are still playing that stupid game and it's from a playstation you're right it's from the xbox playstation era that that just blew my mind right now actually justin so thanks for making me feel old as hell um oh yeah yeah Yeah, i still i i still i i actually tried to uh buy it 
online for my PlayStation 3 so I could go back to that game save um, and couldn't because there was not enough hard drive space on my PS3 because that was back <laughs> when they only had like, you know, 256 gigabytes or something like that. Oh, um, you'd be lucky if that. I remember that. I remember the Xbox had like 60 gigabytes for one for that was like the elite i'm pretty sure like the elite had yeah. 60 gigabytes. that was like the big one and then they came out with like 120 gigabyte hard drive like and now we've got terabytes and it's still not enough you know it's crazy yeah oh yeah my 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 one terabyte hard drive on my xbox is is full i've had to archive a bunch of games so i need to get a secondary storage for that my ps5 did I say Xbox One? My Xbox Series X. Is that what I said? I don't know. That's what I mean. Um, <laughs> my PS5 is getting pretty full because, you know, um, Metal Gear Solid 5 is a big game. Spider-Man's a big game. Um, you know, there's, uh, I've got Grand Theft Auto 5 on that as well. You know, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just amazing how big these things have gotten. Uh, totally. But uh, besides those things, the the only other game that I've spent considerable amount of time with, I mean, other than Picross, which, you know, I'll do a few puzzles every night, is uh, Minecraft. I booted up Minecraft. Hmm. I want to say after last week's podcast, um, or maybe it was over the weekend, I can't remember which, um, and played it long into the night because I have the... Uh, Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom um, DLC, oh, which sure. is basically a close uh, close to one to one recreation of Disney World's Magic Kingdom, and it actually has rideable rides in it. So <laughs> I really felt like like living Disney World for a little while, and uh, and that so was I the played ap- some Minecraft approximation of that. Exactly. Other than doing like the VR thing, which I I do sometimes as well, but yeah. So I I, I rode some Space Mountain and, and Small World and Haunted Mansion and Pirates and and all those things. Um, and it's an officially like licensed, sanctioned expansion. So if you're like me and you're a Disney fan and you're a you know video gamer, which why would you be listening to this if you weren't a gamer? Um, it's a good expansion. It's it's like, I think typically, I don't know what the conversion rate to mine coins is, but it's typically about ten dollars. Uh, I'm sure it mm. probably goes on sale occasionally. But I oh, mean, is that one of those games where that... it doesn't let you like buy things? You actually have to like buy like points or coin. Yeah. Ugh, that's that that feels dirty. But okay. Yeah, and then, and then of course, you always have some leftover, so you have to buy more to use them up. Um, mm-hmm. I've only bought a handful of things on Minecraft because I almost never play it. But if you're if if you want to experience uh, the mag- exploring and and riding stuff in the Magic Kingdom, uh, and you got ten bucks to spare in Minecraft already, uh, it's it's worthwhile. Um, I'll play it every once in a while. The sure. only sad thing is. Um, there's no Splash Mountain, because uh, yeah, I think I think by the time the DLC came out, they had already announced that Splash Mountain was going to be closed anyway. So they, I guess, they didn't even bother to program it in. Um, most of the shows are not 
there, so you can't do carousel of progress, you can't do Hall of Presidents or any of those things. Um, there's You can watch the first song in the Tiki Room and the Country Bear Jamboree, which is kind of cool. But, what a, and, what you know, about Small a little kind of wall. Oh yeah, you can ride through all of It's a Small World. In fact, I did. Um, you can ride through uh, the Haunted Mansion, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Space Mountain, uh, uh, Peter Pan's Flight, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I think the Mine Train is one of them. Um, what yeah, they so should do probably... is th they should make a approximations of old rides that like got retrofitted to new things. You know what I mean? Like I can't think of one off the top of my head. The Cars one. The Cars one used to be something else, right? And um, you know things like that. Um, but the they're supposed to. I can't. What are the other ones? Because they're, they're like they changed. They're changing Splash Mountain to something else. But like you know, the, yeah, Splash the, Mountain the is going to be. Uh... Uh, Princess and the Frog based, um, uh, let's see, uh, what the heck else? Most of Epcot has been completely changed. There's, like, almost nothing opening day left there, so, um, yeah, so, anyway, this isn't the, this isn't the Disney Park Bench podcast, because I haven't recorded one of those in about two <laughs> years, but... If you are interested in this conversation and don't want to listen to us talk about it on Infendo Radio, go to the DisneyParkBench.com and keep an eye out for my next blog, because that's more or less what I'm writing about, is is uh, virtual digital recreations of Disney attractions. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been craving lately, and the closest thing I could get is Minecraft or VR. Yeah, well, or spending far too much money to go to florida or california these days um well um what else you've been playing anything else uh i think that's kind of it for me i know it's kind of a short one it looks like um unless oh. you want to hear more about pokemon go oh what what you got i i almost forgot um i put about a couple of hours into playing uh games on my n64 and uh, Super mm. Nintendo using the, the Retro Tink. And y'all, I cannot recommend this thing enough. Like, the, the Retro Tink 2X gets the job done. It's only like $130, I think. It might be 170 I can't remember exactly how much I paid for it. But, I mean, considering some of these things go like five dollars $600, this gets the job done. It looks it looks fine on, on my screen. You're not going to get like super high resolution upscaling, but it makes it not look like crap, which is good enough for me. Um, so I pulled sure. out my, my Super Nintendo and I played and I pulled up my Super Game Boy. Uh, I played a little bit of Donkey Kong. Um, and uh, I also played. Um, finally played Mole Mania. I don't know if you know anything about this game. Um, oh man, was, that's a uh, oh yeah, oh boy, bringing back weird memories was, there. Yeah, so Mole Mania was a Game Boy game, and it was re-released on the 3DS Virtual Console, but it was one of the maybe five at the most Game Boy games that really took advantage of the Super Game Boy. Um, oh okay. So I 
so I desperately had to have it because I'm obsessed with the Super Game Boy. Um, so I got that and played some of it. It's a, it's an interesting little uh, puzzle game. Uh, hopefully, it comes out on the Switch uh, online service, but you know you won't get all your your colors and borders and stuff like that. Uh, sure. But if you do want to play uh, some Game Boy games, some classic Game Boy games, and get the full either Super Game Boy experience or Game Boy Color experience or, or, or playing a Game Boy Color game on the GBA experience, which some of those had special things. Speaking of which, um, the Oracle, the Zelda Oracle games, had a special shop that would only unlock if you were playing it on a Game Boy Advance, I found out. That's so. right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I totally remember that. Yeah, because I had a Game Boy Advance and I thought it was such a, I thought it was so cool because like, I, I think it's like a witcher <laughs> shop or something like that. I can't remember what it is, but yeah. I don't remember. But if you're into into those, those sort of uh, Game Boy experiences that you can't get anymore, um, there, I discovered a new... Well, I don't know, new, new to me, uh, emulator called Same Boy, S A M E B O Y. Uh, it's available for pretty much all computer platforms. I, of course, play on my Mac. And it has, from my limited experience with it, flawless emulation of Game Boy games in all of their, their things. So you can play. Uh, oh, super cool. Game Boy games with the colors and borders and sounds. You can play uh, Game Boy Color games, and you can choose how you play it. So if you want to play um, Donkey Kong in black and white with no borders, you can do that. Or you can play Donkey Kong as if you're playing it on a Game Boy Color. Or you know, because like there's so many options in it and filters and stuff like uh, that. So yeah. Uh, Same Boy, uh, S-A-M-E-B-O-Y. If you're interested in emulating Game Boy games, look it up because uh, that's probably going to take the place of pretty much any Super Game Boy playing I will ever do in my life because it's so much easier to to boot that up than it is to keep on having to clean and blow and pull out yeah. and put back in and eject mm. and, put, and keep on doing that to get the screen to come up right. <laughs> I, I'm on the Same Boy website, and they are featuring Mole Mania, probably because of the same reason that you like it, because of the Super Game Boy 2 model. So, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. They, what Now that I'm looking over, uh, what is the beyond, – beyond the overlay, it looks like it's actually adding, like, quite a bit of color to the game, which is pretty cool. That's, uh, that's pretty, uh, pretty fancy. Yeah, so the way the Super Game Boy – works is um it can like it, it, it colorizes the game in the same way that the nes colorizes games in which you know you have a block of i think it's like eight by eight or 16 by 16 or whatever pixels and that block has a four color um palette and so what the super game boy can do is the um what do you call it the the menu bar or, or or whatever the status bar they can give that its own palette and then give the gameplay right. a different palette and maybe if they want like the sky to be blue and the ground to be green and they know that at no point during gameplay will either of those things like move out of their 
their locked position, you know, they can mm-hmm. do something like that. So, so yeah, there are very That's few games that got that complicated with it. But uh, Donkey Kong, Mole Mania, um, there was one other that uh, I think really took advantage uh, that, that's that's not coming to me right now. Um, but those two are two of the best. Uh, the Animaniacs game uh, has a completely different soundtrack. Um, it uses like an FM synth instead of the, the Game Boy sounds for its mm-hmm. soundtrack. So, you know, you get better sound out of that. Um, Space Invaders has an arcade perfect ROM of Space Invaders on the Game Boy cartridge, so if you play it on a Super oh. Game Boy, you can you can play an arcade perfect thing. Yeah, there there just weren't very many games that took advantage of what the Super Game Boy could do, and so between uh, Same Boy emulator and uh, maybe we can get Ghosts of Steve on here next week to talk about the Analog Pocket, uh, which also apparently emulates Super Game Boy. Um, you know that's that's now people can finally experience these things that they couldn't back then because almost nobody had a Super Game Boy. Much less a Super Game Boy Two, right? Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> the I do like that the uh, um, Super Game Boy, anyways, because I did have one. I did enjoy the fact that I could play um, my games on my TV. There, obviously, there was a novelty for that. But like that novelty, I guess, is gone today. So like that that this <laughs> same boy with the Super Game Boy That's- Two. Actually, that might be what kind of gets me into your stupid Super Game Boy fandom because this looks kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, just just get. I mean, it's not like anybody's losing money off of these twenty-year-old, twenty, thirty-year-old game cartridges. God, just, yeah, thirty-year-old game cartridges. Dear God, I am old. Can't even um, buy <laughs> uh, Mole Mania on the 3DS anymore because that's gone. The the only reason I even yeah. know about that game is because it's like. I'm pretty sure that's a Miyamoto joint or like he helped with that game yes. or something like that. But yeah, oh, that okay, was, cool. that was I, one of his, one of his odd games that never really took off, unfortunately, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. So, I mean, download same boy, download a, a ROM the the cartridge itself usually goes for like a hundred bucks. I was lucky enough to grab it yikes. for 50, but, uh, you new in box, you're probably paying 150, 200, but oh, uh, sure. but ROMs are free, and again, yeah. nobody's making money off of a thirty-year-old used game except the person you give the money to. So there's no mm-hmm. harm in emulating these games as long as there's no other way to play them. That's my philosophy. legit though, Nintendo. If you started reprinting Super Nintendo and uh, Game Boy cartridges, I'd probably buy them. I'm that guy. I would buy oh a God, reprint that, of that, like Earthbound. That Atari thing that that's coming out that that Atari Looks mini cool. console thing where you can put actual Atari cartridges in it. I have zero nostalgia for Atari. We never had one, but even I'm looking at that. I'm like, that's pretty darn cool. If if Nintendo did that, I'd yeah. be so on it. Um, you know. ColecoVision. Somebody do that with ColecoVision. I got about 20 ColecoVision cartridges in my parents' <laughs> attic that I would so dust off and, and play on my on my HDTV because there's something wrong with me. 
<laughs> with that thing wouldn't even work with a retro tink, huh? Because that was probably like RF. Did that thing have the RF? Yeah, that was an RF. Uh, like, oh <laughs> yeah, I don't think God. you could even get AV out of that without modding it. <laughs> Yikes, that is... Uh, um, and, that, that's way too old school for this clearly podcast. Clearly the caffeine so. is, has... Yeah. My, my caffeine has kicked in and I've been talking nonstop for the past uh, half hour. So anything else you, you want to contribute eugene before i i shut up for the night no i think that'll pretty much do it for us um tonight um uh, still a little bit light tonight on the length but that's okay i think we brought the quality if i do say so myself so let's get out of here justin's not going to be here next week we might have a schedule special guest or two lined up um so we'll see about that otherwise we'll see you in two weeks with uh justin again um have fun i hope you all go register to vote i hope you all go get your commemorative um trump mugshot t-shirts um and <laughs> everybody have a good week good night adios bye-bye See you real soon. <laughs>